morning, it's February 9th, and this is your daily brief in science. Here's everything you need to know. In a significant leap for Earth observation, NASA and SpaceX have successfully launched the PACE satellite from Cape Canaveral Space Force Station in Florida at 1.33 a.m. Eastern. This mission is not just another satellite launch, it's a pivotal moment for environmental science. The PACE satellite embarks on a three-year journey around our planet, equipped with advanced instruments designed to study phytoplankton, aerosolized particles, and how sunlight interacts with the Earth's atmosphere. An interesting tidbit from the launch was the rocket's first stage creating a sonic boom as it landed back at landing zone one on the Cape. This event marks a historic moment, being the first U.S. government mission to launch to a polar or sun-synchronous orbit from Florida since 1960. Despite facing potential cancellation under the Trump administration, the PACE mission garnered support from groups advocating for Earth's climate research, highlighting the importance of this mission. At the heart of PACE is the Ocean Color Instrument, OCI, set to gather crucial data on phytoplankton and study the changes in sunlight as it passes through our atmosphere. After a two-month commissioning period, the satellite will begin its scientific observations, promising to shed new light on our understanding of the oceans and atmosphere. This mission is a significant step forward in monitoring and understanding global warming and climate change. For those interested in following the PACE mission's progress, NASA offers real-time updates. The joint European Taurus in the UK has set a new world record in fusion energy output. In its final experiments, JET reached an impressive 69 megajoules of energy using just 0.2 milligrams of fuel. This milestone not only demonstrates the advanced expertise developed over time, but also highlights the potential for fusion energy to become a viable commercial power source. Fusion energy offers a safe, sustainable, and low-carbon alternative for future energy needs, and JET's success is a significant step forward in making that potential a reality. The achievement involved the collaboration of 300 scientists and engineers from across Europe, including significant contributions from the Max Planck Institute F.U.R. Plasma Physik in Germany. Despite the breakthrough, it's important to note that the experiment still required more energy input than it produced. This underscores the ongoing challenge in fusion research, achieving a positive energy balance. The next phase of this research will be carried out at the International Thermonuclear Experimental Reactor in France, which aims to accomplish just that. After four decades of operation, the JET facility closed in December 2023. However, the legacy of JET's research will live on. The Bavarian government, with the help of IPP, plans to build a demonstration fusion power plant. This recent success at JET represents a significant leap towards the development of practical and sustainable nuclear fusion reactors, bringing us one step closer to the reality of fusion power plants. A groundbreaking study published in Nature has unveiled that Saturn's moon Mimas harbors a vast ocean of liquid water beneath its icy crust, challenging previous notions about the celestial body's makeup. This revelation comes from an international research team's analysis of data collected by NASA's Cassini spacecraft, which noted peculiar shifts in Mimas's rotation and orbit. Contrary to earlier beliefs that Mimas was solid through and through, it appears the moon's interior may be predominantly liquid water. The ocean, lying 20 to 30 kilometers beneath the surface, extends about 70 to 80 kilometers deep, accounting for half of Mimas's volume. Astonishingly, 
This subsurface ocean is relatively young, estimated to have formed within the last 25 million years. This discovery not only reshapes our understanding of Mimas, but also has significant implications for the potential of oceans on other icy moons in our solar system, opening up new avenues for the search for life beyond Earth. The presence of such an ocean on Mimas suggests that similar hidden oceans could exist beneath the icy crusts of other moons, potentially harboring conditions suitable for life. This could lead to a surge in exploration efforts targeting other icy worlds in our solar system, in the hope of finding more subsurface oceans. The findings from this study underscore the dynamic and complex nature of moon geology and the ongoing evolution within our solar system, challenging our perceptions and highlighting the potential for life in seemingly inhospitable places. A recent comprehensive review of articles on micro and nanoplastics in the atmosphere has shed light on the pressing need for standardized protocols and international cooperation to address the challenges of environmental pollution and its potential effects on flora, fauna, and human health. The study introduces a size-based protocol for micro and nanoplastics using passive sampling equipment aimed at improving the accuracy of detecting plastic aerosols in the atmosphere. This approach acknowledges the different behaviors of micro and nanoplastics in the air column, recommending active sampling methods for smaller particles and passive methods for larger ones. The research also highlights the environmental concern of plastic debris, particularly microplastics and nanoplastics, found in wastewater treatment plants. It underscores the necessity for enhanced removal techniques and the evaluation of the efficiency of current methods in eliminating microplastics from these facilities. The article serves as a comprehensive guide, detailing methodologies for sampling, detecting, and removing microplastics from wastewater treatment plants. It also touches on the existing rules, regulations, and policies concerning microplastics in the United States. Furthermore, the study delves into the methods and challenges associated with characterizing and extracting microplastics in wastewater treatments. It covers the physical and chemical characterization of microplastics, their occurrence in different treatment units, and the fragmentation of microplastics due to mechanical processes. The emphasis on the need for standardized methods and protocols for the extraction and analysis of microplastics in both atmospheric and wastewater samples is clear, pointing towards a concerted effort required to tackle this environmental issue. A recent paleontological inventory at Mammoth Cave National Park in Kentucky has made a groundbreaking discovery, uncovering more than 70 species of ancient fish. This significant find reveals that about 90% of these newly identified species are cartilaginous fishes, such as sharks, with some species being entirely new to the scientific community. The discoveries offer fresh insights into the evolution of fish assemblages during a pivotal era in Earth's history, the formation of the supercontinent Pangaea. This research serves not only to expand our knowledge of ancient marine life, but also to update fossil information that had remained unchanged since the 19th century. It underscores the critical role of Mammoth Cave National Park as a vital resource for understanding the biodiversity of ancient marine vertebrates. The findings from this inventory shed light on how fish communities transformed during the formation of Pangaea, providing a clearer picture of our planet's prehistoric past. Overall, the Paleontological Resource Inventory of Mammoth Cave National Park stands as a significant contribution to the field of paleontology, highlighting the park's importance in the study of prehistoric marine life. 
This has been your daily brief in science. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. We'll be back Monday with everything you need to know.